This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Okay, uh, let's start with inflation numbers before we get into all of the political news that's out there. Now, the White House has been trying to claim victory on inflation. Janet Yellen, uh, Joe Biden, Karine Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary. Everybody's been saying, well, hey, look, we're winning this battle right now, okay? Everybody is noticing it, except nobody's noticing it on the streets. Uh, A new government report, though, shows that maybe that celebration was a little bit premature. Uh, Basically, it came in way hotter than the predictions had it. Um, And, again, you can go through all of the little numbers. I thought it was funny the way that CNBC uh, handled it this morning. You know, they got the little guy there who breaks down these breaking numbers and all. And he just just said, okay, let's get past the little numbers, and I'm going to explain it to you in a way that will make sense. Okay. All right. If you take core CPI, the actual index, which is seasonally adjusted, the read there is 313.216. That probably doesn't mean anything to you. It means something to me. That's the highest it's ever been. It's ever been. Now, remember, Bureau of Labor Statistics brings out this number. Go to their website. If you go to their website and you look at their CPI inflation calculator, what you'll find is it takes a dollar nineteen of no twenty-three dollars to buy what bought a dollar pre-COVID. Do yeah. it if you don't believe me. All right, so you clear now, Scott? No, I'm it. it <laughs> and, and I'm thinking to myself, am I supposed to understand this? <laughs> what he's what he's saying is is that compared to February of 2020, uh, you're spending a dollar nineteen. Or I'm sorry, 19 cents more than you would for every dollar you're spending now. Basically, if something cost a dollar in 20 uh, in 2020, uh, then it's a dollar 19 now. Well, why didn't he just say that? Uh, he kind of did, but he gets all worked up, Scott. He's got the numbers flying at him and all that. Jeez. <laughs> People jumping through hoops to try to make people believe that they're so much better off than they yeah. were before, but they're just not buying it. No. They're not buying it because they live in the real world. They do things. They go to stores. Agreed. They buy stuff. Yes. <laughs> These clowns. And the price of everything has gone up. That's what it seems. Yes. You cannot pump trillions of dollars into the economy and expect it not to go up. You can't. <laughs> well, that's this just is, simple this thinking. This is economics, high school economics. That's all right? antiquated thinking. You need the expert like that, Jamo, from yeah. CNBC yeah. to tell you what's up, the Scott. The CBG and the uh, ARS <laughs> and the BOC is... You got Blue Oyster Cult tickets? Yeah, what, are you, what are you talking about? Awesome. Well, there's something else going on. Uh, just know this, that 
if Donald Trump is elected president, uh, people are going to have to run to the hills because he's going to get rid of some people, including gays. Get rid of them? Uh, that's what I heard from a news source because the view is ABC News, correct, yeah, David? I mean, they are political analysts for ABC News on the view. So, so I don't know if you heard this or not. Either you want it to work forward thinking, you want everybody to have the ability to say how they feel, what they want to move forward, or you don't. Or you want somebody who says, I'm going to be on day one, I'm going to be a dictator. Oh, God. Who says it to you, tells you, I'm going to put you people away. I'm going to take all the journalists, I'm going to take all the gay folks, I'm going to move you all around and disappear you. <laughs> if that's the country you want, you know who to vote for. What is... Wow. So if you're a gay journalist, you're really doomed. Right. Well, the the interesting thing is they're going back to this, like, uh, the the Donald Trump quote of, I'm going to be a dictator on for one day. Which meant two things. Yeah, for the border and and oil production. Now, again, I mean, at the time, he was doing the interview with Sean Hannity on Fox, and Sean was saying, well, that's not a dictator. That's just you going back to the policies that we loved. Um, but he says, yeah, just for one day. And that got morphed into, on day one, I will be a dictator. And I'm not really sure where she got the whole disappearing gay people thing. Or journalists. Or journalists. I'm not, I, I don't know when Trump ever said that. Well, I wish he would. Because, man, he'd get more votes. Disappear. <laughs> right. All the journalists? <laughs> yeah, right. journalists. Yeah. Hey, hey, sure. Yeah. Oh, just joking for of media matters. Of course you are. Of course. Um yeah, it, it reminds me of going back to when Trump was running in 2016, and there was this thought, and you actually had liberals out there at the time saying, I have gay friends that feel like they're going to have to leave the country if Trump's elected. What are you talking about? How does this get started? Oh, this is the same nonsense we heard about everybody leaving last time he was elected. Oh, well, there's a difference between people saying, if he's elected, I'm moving out of here, all the Hollywood elite, yeah. and they never do it. No. And people saying, well, I have friends that feel like they're they're going to have to move because they're going to be hunted down. What are you talking about? Right. Well, pull them aside and talk to them. Yeah, yeah. If you're a you know I mean, level-headed person, you would loud. say, oh, really? This, How do you figure yeah. this? My goodness. So dumb. Take a step back. Meanwhile, Republicans are being cruel to Hunter Biden. Yeah. Doctor, That's the word. Yeah. Doctor, first lady, doctor. You got to say doctor twice because you got to yeah. be respectful. Doctor, first lady, doctor. Jill Biden defended Hunter Biden uh, during an interview with Mika Brzezinski on MSNBC. And the framing of this is amazing because, again, they're acting like this is a like 19-year-old kid who just kind of went off the rails, got into drugs and whatnot, instead of what it actually is, which is a guy in his 50s who's really never had to take responsibility for crimes he committed. While making millions of dollars. Yeah. Okay, roll it. How have you been coping personally uh, with the onslaught of accusations against your husband and your family, including and especially Hunter, as the focus of a House Oversight Committee hearing, holding him in contempt, obsessing over him, showing pictures of him during vulnerable moments in his battle with addiction? (laughs) (laughs) Vulnerable moments. Vulnerable moments. I don't know, man. He looks pretty happy in those moments. I, You know, just, just saying. I'm not a mind reader, but... Okay. Well, he didn't take the pictures. He posed for them. Right. Can you imagine if that person was on the other side of the aisle 
would they ever be described as vulnerable no. in their addiction? Please. My gosh, could been you been using women for his own pleasure? Prostitutes? A sickening example of white privilege. Could, could you imagine if the P-tape were real? Oh! And then, like, Donald Trump's spokes, uh, spokesman or whoever is, is speaking for him comes out and says, they're sharing a vulnerable moment. <laughs> <laughs> Of Donald Trump as the hookers are peeing on the bed or whatever. Yeah. That would yeah, never every, have flown, and that every, didn't not. even exist, but... Every guy or girl or woman or whatever that gets caught cheating, it was a vulnerable moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, you know... All other given vulnerable moments of not paying for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Skipping out, denying DUIs. that you're even the dad. Yeah, it was a vulnerable moment. Yeah, of course. Now they go on. On the floor of the house. Yeah. This would crush any family. Mika, I I think what they are doing to Hunter is cruel. And I'm really proud of um, how Hunter has rebuilt his life uh, after addiction. You know, I love my son, and it's had... It's hurt my grandchildren, and that's what I'm so concerned about. All of them? No. Yeah. Are you claiming that other one now? Right. How, How many grandchildren do you have there, Dr. First Lady Doctor? Good question. And that's what I'm so concerned about, that it's affecting their lives as well. Okay. So it goes down to it's hurtful to the children, these evil meanies that are trying to hold Hunter Biden responsible for what's happened in the past. And for he and Joe using Joe Biden's position to make the family millions of dollars. Yeah, there's a price tag for everything. That's what I would say, Jill. Can't wait, and we'll get to it a little bit later, where she talks about, what is it, age is an asset yeah. when it comes to politics? Something like that? Yeah. With, with Joe? Yeah. E-I-G-H percent. Yeah, I can't wait to get into that, how that's an asset <laughs> for a guy. Well, seriously. It's not an asset. Yes, it is. We're going to enforce the, excuse me, employ, reconstruct uh, the act. Yes, asset, 100%. Well, you don't know the power of the Reconstrucka Act, so that's right. Yes, that's true. President Harris there to make sure we do this the right way, or, or forget that he's the president. Right. Thinks that Kamala is okay. Anybody could do that's an asset because people uh, can remember that sort of thing. Okay, that's it's just relatable. Well, she's equal to him. He wanted to clarify that right there. He couldn't even remember like different names of people. If you remember, I said this to Deng Xiaoping in the Himalayas, and I've said this to every world leader. Who? <laughs> Deng Xiaoping. Oh, that's when they were on that camping trip in the Himalayas. Yeah, but but he was talking about Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Yeah. Oh, you know that one guy, and then one time he gets it right. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. Yeah, I got the name right that time. That's but an you know asset. what I meant. Yeah. And this is an asset to me because yeah. I'm running right now. You know, trust me in that. Oh my goodness, unrelated story. Uh, somebody soiled their pants on a plane and just had to sit in it. Mm. (laughs) Not related to that story. Just happened to see that. Goodness gracious. And and what are you going to do at that point? Because it was an hour flight. If you get up, I mean, it's it's going other places, right? Mm. Yeah. So are you best off at that point just to sit there? (laughs) That's just... That's taking the L in a big way, isn't it? That's. A... I don't know how. I, 
I thought about this story once I saw it. You know, you're talking to a few people like this is a terrible story. It's a flight from Birmingham, Alabama to Atlanta. It's it's a short flight, but there's a stench through the cabin. No. Like, golly. It smells like someone, and they did. They had soiled themselves. Golly. But as they were getting off, they s- spotted a seat that, yes, was covered in. No. Yes, it's oh, bad man. news. But then the question is, because people have said, how could you just sit there in it? Would you have rather he got up and, and like, trailed it through the entire plane? But he's regretting those chalupas. <laughs> that, that really is. It's like you got, you got 55 seconds left in the game. You got no timeouts. You're down by 10. It hurts, but sometimes you just got to take the knee and run out the clock. Save your dignity. Yeah. Best you well, can. Then they unload the plane. And then I guess that's a super saver seat next. <laughs> yeah. For 10 bucks. It's just a ter- terrible situation for everyone involved. Yeah. Well, he's it's okay. He's going to stop by the duty-free shop. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. All right. There's a lot of important stuff to get to today, I promise. Um, the airline industry. You know, we've talked about it a lot this week. There's a story you got to hear straight ahead. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code REFRESH at checkout. That's harrys.com, code REFRESH. Enjoy! Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck buck here, a buck buck there, here a buck, there a buck, everywhere a buck buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offer to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Yeah. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Thank you for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins, Nick Saban retiring from college football. Coaching. How about that, huh? More on that a little bit later. Because different people have ideas of why that's why? happening. Yeah. 
It's not just his age. Um, speaking of retirement, you know, a lot of pilots retired in the last few years. That happened certainly with the COVID shutdowns and, you know, different airlines saying, hey, we can't pay all these people. You know, maybe it's time. Eh, early retirement? Well, yeah. Vaccine mandates, too. There was that? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh, we've got a shortage here. we got to do something. And I happened to see this story at Daily Wire. Matt Walsh had it. And it goes back to DEI and hiring. It always does. But it started, and I remember this story at the time when it came out. It was December 2022. The Boeing 777, operated by United Airlines, took off from Hawaii in heavy rain. You didn't hear about it for a couple of months. But, you know, as right after takeoff, they're, you know, gaining altitude. And all of a sudden, it plummets like it's headed right to the ocean. It came just 750 feet from hitting the water at high speed, which would have killed everybody, 280 people. But you didn't hear anything about it for a couple of months. And then news reports started coming out. He had a clip of KTLA saying, why did it take so long? But it was weird because there wasn't much of an explanation about what happened. Finally, months later, you got the official answer. It turned out the captain called for the flaps to be retracted to the five-degree setting, which is normal. But the first officer thought the captain had called for a 15-degree setting. So he selected that one. And the misunderstanding caused this major problem because the plane was going far too fast for that flap setting. So to avoid damaging the plane, the captain started to slow the aircraft while he tried to diagnose what was going on. So instead of realizing his mistake, the first officer suggested that maybe the instruments were malfunctioning. So the two pilots continued to troubleshoot the problem, and in the process, they became disoriented, and the plane quickly lost altitude. Yeah. So their confusion continued until the plane blared an alarm telling them, you're going to die if you don't apply maximum power and pull up. And then disaster was avoided, thankfully. But as the story goes, both pilots still employed by United Airlines. And beyond basic information about their flying experience, we still don't know a whole lot about the two pilots. But there wasn't a, a report, and I remember this, Tucker Carlson had it before he got fired from Fox, that cited an anonymous source at United shortly after this that the first officer was a new hire at the airline and wondered, you know, could that lack of experience have played a role? Maybe. Um, but they were just kind of keeping it hush-hush. And you go back to a couple of years ago when United decided that 50% of its new pilot recruits were going to be women of color. And Vice News did a whole story on it at the time. Purefoy is training to become a pilot with United Airlines, which became the first major airline to launch its own flight school at the beginning of this year. But United is making another push. It said half of its recruits are going to be women or people of color. A pretty ambitious goal for airline pilots who are 93% white and 95% male. Black women make up less than 1% of the pilot industry. And if you have quality pilots, I don't care. That's great. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah, no. But I mean, no one. And people will ask, well, you just don't see many black female pilots. I don't see many Asian women pilots either. Or Indian women pilots. I mean, if I'm sure that they would be more than capable. But you know where politics plays into this and DEI. Well, then it's part of the story. Um, 
with this other aircraft that nearly crashed, you find out that this former flight attendant was fired and then rehired through the DEI program, and they failed multiple trainings, including simulator training, to be a pilot. (laughs) And so people around are going, what is going on? Who are flying the planes? And it doesn't help either. This week you had a door fly off of a different aircraft, and people are a little nervous right now, and you understand why. Yeah, it's crazy. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, David, biggest story today. Uh, Biggest story of the day. um, I would say it's that uh, inflation is running hotter than expected. But to me, the biggest story is that uh, people expected inflation to go down. Um, The idea that, uh, you know, these experts on Wall Street and whatever keep missing their marks one way or the other by a pretty substantial margin is kind of shocking to me, especially because trust the experts has been such a uh, popular mantra in the last, oh, four years or so. Right. Yeah. And then come to find out, I didn't quite understand right. a lot of the dynamics at play. Oh, that's just fantastic. All right. We'll get an update on that and a round of What's Your Story coming up. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. Before we get to some political news, including Trump, you know, we were just talking about the airlines and United Airlines, their DEI program. Because it's been in the news a lot as far as, hey, is it safe to fly? All these different things. And I was telling the story, Matt Walsh at Daily Wire had it, about different DEI hires that haven't gone so well. Um, And thankfully, no major crashes, but close in a couple of instances. Um, I just want to say, too, it should go without saying, but I think most everyone loves a story of someone that has a dream of becoming something and they accomplish it. There's no doubt about it. Or a rags to riches story, something like that. And when United was doing this, NBC did a whole bit on it, saying this, you know, how great it was. Jada Williamson's always dreamed of sitting in the cockpit and calling the shots. What I like about flying is I, like, you get to see different things you've never seen. But that dream of a career in aviation is a rare one for black girls to accomplish, with fewer than 1% of pilots women of color. It was tough, I won't lie, because there was no one that looked like me. So now Captain Teresa Claiborne is part of a group of trailblazing black women pilots hoping to increase those numbers. So you get the idea. Yeah. I don't know as far as Hispanic women, Asian women, other women that may have the same dream, I don't know. It's not covered in that part of the story. But as part of the DEI program with United, um, they team up with historically black colleges and universities or HBCUs as a way of recruiting pilots. Okay. Uh, One thing I would say, most people that are going to fly, like that would be great. I just want to make sure that the pilot's very good. That's all we care about. That's it. Up to the job. Right. Same way if you're having surgery or anything else. Yes. Okay. It's mentioned in the story that two of the schools they teamed up with, Delaware State and Elizabeth City State University, are in the bottom 2% of all undergraduate uh, institutions in the United States. Well, that's not good. I guess Elizabeth State, I'd never heard this before, had the distinction in the 80s 
of being the only university in which the average SAT math score was lower than that score, which would have been produced if a person had guessed B on all the multiple choice questions on the test. Yeah, they just call it Liz State now. <laughs> right. Got it. Are you joking? If you guessed B on all the multiple choice, you'd have had a better score than these people that... Really? Well, how do you think I graduated? <laughs> the old B method. I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm You're just... not fooling me. You're a smart guy. Just... You do pretty well with tests. I'm just... I'm, I was playing the averages, right? You know that at some point you're going to get some right. My goodness. That is insane. All right. Political news. Donald Trump. Always in the news. Yeah, well, Trump did a town hall on Fox News last night. He was asked about the retribution stuff that he's talked about before. Uh, retribution against all the people who've been relentlessly going after him and still are relentlessly going after him. He's in court again today. Uh, people have been trying to bury him now for nearly a decade. And this has turned some heads. Uh, I think part of the question and then his answer uh, is in this clip. Okay. There are questions about how much a second term of a Donald Trump presidency, second term, would be about retribution and looking backwards and grievances and how much would be looking forward. Well, first of all, a lot of people would say that that's not so bad. Look what they did. Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, the FBI Twitter hoax, the 51 intelligence agents hoax, all of these different hoaxes that they did. I mean, you know, a lot of people would say that's probably quite normal. I'm not going to have time for retribution. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. And, and remember this, our ultimate retribution is success. Wow. Oh, I think he'll make time. Oh, I do too. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, in I, some sort of way. I'm kind of sitting here going, man, bummer, really? You're not going to. That's weird you said that because I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, oh, come on. I want a little retribution. Yeah, I, I do, too. I mean, nothing nothing outside of the bounds no, of the law, no, but, but, you know, hey, clean house at the at the DOJ, clean oh, yeah. house at the FBI, uh, yeah. or scatter it to the wind. I don't really care uh, how you go about it, but something obviously needs to change. Yeah. Did either one of you guys see Trump the town hall on Fox last night? Bits of it? I did. I saw bits of it. I mean, that's where I, I got saw that most clip. of it, actually. Yeah. Okay. Tell me if I'm way off here, because this was my reaction watching the different pieces. That may have been the most relaxed and confident looking I can ever remember Trump being without being like overly, um, what'd you say, sometimes egotistical or over the top. He was so calm and cool. But seriously, at the same time, direct, I thought he did really well. Yeah, I think part of that is, I mean, he's in a he's he's doing this in a state where he knows he's probably going to win. Um, and, you know, he's probably going to get the nomination. So this is all just practice anyway. I also wonder how much of the developments over the last week or so in court um, have made him a little bit more relaxed. You know, you've you've, you've been able to delay. Uh, some of the special counsel's uh, prosecution because of the appeals process where you're arguing that you have immunity. You think maybe you would win in some of those instances. You're looking at what's happening in Fulton County, Georgia, which would, would be the only case that you could not get a presidential pardon for if convicted. And that case might be falling apart because of some shenanigans with the district attorney, Fonnie Willis, and the top prosecutor. 
uh, on that particular case because well, oh she's in trouble there was a there was an affair there and oh, maybe yeah. there was some coordination with the White House as well yep. um, so you're feeling pretty good about that you have to be feeling pretty good about that um, so maybe that helps your demeanor overall I don't know but I agree with you I, I he didn't seem as as I don't know I don't know if desperate's the right word but not quite as on edge yes well said well Fanny broke the glass ceiling first female prosecutor to be caught up in an affair <laughs> is she oh no I she's so. not okay. not by a long shot first but female? I didn't think so oh I don't think no, so. I don't know. I'd have to think about that one for a second. I don't remember any other females getting caught up in this stuff. But, but what do you think of Trump's demeanor? <sighs> yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. But, again, it was not a hostile crowd. It was a friendly crowd. Yeah. It was friendly moderators. It was friendly network. I mean, there was a reason, perhaps, to be a little more comfortable and confident. I, I don't know. I mean, that's just a, I'm just spitballing it here. And then I'm thinking to myself... Different times, because as I'm watching this, I'm like, I think he'll make a lot of the changes the country needs to see. Oh, I do, too. Yeah. And love the policies, did not love all the drama. I think how many different times it just totally ticked. It's like, why did you say that? Why did you do this? And then, unlike any politician I can remember, then there are other times I'm like, yeah, Don, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, right. Heck, yes. (laughs) You know, but you don't know what you're going to get one day to the next. Well, and I, quite frankly, I enjoy heads exploding, too. I enjoy that. Oh, it's fun. I mean, that part I love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there's always been these times where we'll all laugh our heads off at things he's saying. And then he'll say another thing, and you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. (laughs) That one's going to cause drama for weeks. Yeah. That sort of thing. But that's the thing. When you're near the edge all the time, you're going to go over it. That's what I've been told in this business. Anyway, that's a story for another there you time. Go. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Okay, it's that part of the show. Got to go around the table. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. David, what's your story today? Oh, man, I, I saw this. This is a harrowing tale that was shared by the news outlet LGBTQ Nation. Oh. Takes place in Kansas. It's a preschool okay. teacher and her fiance. Uh, they, uh, Allie Waggy is one name, and then Jessica Robinson is the others. And they have been battling back the tears since Saturday night. What happened? Well, they're getting married. And they went to a place uh, called, what, the Barn at Grace Hill in Newton, Kansas. And they, uh, they were touring it. They wanted that for their wedding venue. Okay. Well, they were ready to commit with deposits and... Uh, one of the ladies emailed the owners one last time after the tour with a question before arranging a contract. And then the bombshell response followed. Okay. The owner said, while we, while our deeply held religious belief keeps us from celebrating anything but marriage between a man and a woman, we desire to serve everyone equally and do not want to keep anyone from using our building who would like to. Our hearts are to serve regardless of race creed, color, origin, sexual orientation, gender, or marital status while maintaining our convictions and beliefs as well. Waggy and Robinson were devastated by that. Why? Honestly, I just started crying hysterically, and it was pretty awful and heart-crushing. We're not going to celebrate your marriage. We want you to know that. 
And the owner says, hey, it was an open and honest line of communication. I don't know what was emailed first. They didn't mention that. Uh, but I, maybe it had something to do with the fact that it was a, a lesbian couple getting married and the people responded honestly and said, well, we're not going to we you know, we're not going to celebrate it, but we want you to use the venue if you want to. You know, we want to support you. We're just not, you know, we're not down with it. OK. So nothing else changes yeah. other than. Yeah, I don't know. Did they ask, hey, celebrate with us? Yeah. Be there in attendance? I don't know what that means. Yeah, and the headline reads, wedding venue devastatingly shuns lesbian couple. They didn't shun them. They said, you can use the facility. We're here to help you. Isn't that the argument that's been out there for a while? That certain people not only demand that it be allowed, that you have to celebrate it. And that's literally what they're saying, it seems. Well, yeah. I mean, you got the building, you got the facilities, you've got everything you need. We're not keeping that from you. It's just for us personally. It's not our thing. Right. We don't believe in that. Is it fair to say if someone else is not going to celebrate whatever choice you made and it devastates you, unless it's like a mom or dad or something like that, yeah. that you might need some help? Yeah. Well, they look for fights, too. Oh. You know, they they, they do. They do it all the time. Yeah. Well, not not all, but certain people yeah. for sure. Well, the activist class, yeah, yeah, the well said. Class. Well, yes, well said. All right, Scott, what's your story today? Well, my story involves Mark Zuckerberg. Apparently, Mark Zuckerberg now has got himself a ranch and he's going to raise some cattle, but he's going to do it in a rather unique way. He bought the, this big ranch in Hawaii, and it's fifteen hundred acres, by the way, on the island of Kauai. Uh, and uh, he's talks, uh, he talks about this on Messenger on Facebook. He said, we're still on the journey. It's fun, and it's improving at every season. Of all my projects, this is the most delicious, he said. Now, the interesting thing about this is that what these, uh, these form of Angus cattle eat. The livestock will grow up eating macadamia nuts and drinking beer. We grow it here, and we wow. produce it here on the ranch. Now, apparently this is a new breed of cattle that he's put together, combining a couple of different types of cattle, called a Homer, named after Homer Simpson. Macadamia nuts and beer are the specialty in the diet. And he said this beef tastes better than any other beef he's ever had, and it's uh, organic, and it's uh, good for you, and it won't pollute the air, and it won't, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we'll see. Would you eat something that just was raised on macadamia nuts and beer? Uh, yeah. yeah I it. would, too. That's pre-tenderized steak, man. I'm just wondering how many people on the left are going to go nuts that he's even serving meat. Oh, remember that story of him and uh, Jack Dorsey, the former CEO of uh, Twitter, hanging out? And the story was that uh, Mark Zuckerberg, or Zuckerbot as I call him, the third or fourth worst human being on the planet, was really into, like, sustainable farming and animal husbandry and actually killed a goat while Jack Dorsey was there. Wow, I vaguely remember that. Big controversy. (laughs) You imagine those two dorks in the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Plotting world domination is what what it is. Uh, For my story today, I'll make it short, um, and I bet David had never even heard of it before. I'm dating probably Scott and I. Uh, Fruit-striped gum is no more. Yeah. When oh. I was a kid, that was a big deal. With the zebra, right? Yes. The pack? Oh, yes. I remember fruit striped gum. It, it tasted good for about five seconds. And Yes. Yeah. Yes. It launched back in 1969. 
Uh, they had five flavors. There was the cherry, lemon, orange, wet and wild melon, and then peach. And there was briefly a chocolate f- flavor in the Ooh, 70s. I don't remember that one. I do because I puked it. And I never got fruit stripe gum again. I was like banned from it. That's interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. Loved it. It wasn't, I didn't puke it because it was horrid. I puked it because I happened to get sick. And then it was, well, no, we don't, don't want to take a chance on the fruit stripe oh, again. It wasn't the gum. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, weapons in Ukraine. Story you got to hear and much more coming up. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine what could relief from IBSC mean for you. Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, story about weapons in Ukraine, David? Oh, yeah. Remember how apparently it's pro-Putin to just ask, hey, where's all the gear that we're sending to Ukraine going? Are we keeping tabs on it? Do we know how it's being used? Do we know that it's not being, I don't know, repackaged and sold on the black market? We don't know. I we mean, have billions of dollars into it. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, New York Times, sorry, the failing New York Times is now reporting 40,000 weapons worth about a billion dollars, maybe a little more than a billion dollars, that the U.S. sent to Ukraine. Uh, those weapons have not been properly tracked. Uh-oh. Something happened to them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, that part is not surprising. What is surprising is that the failing New York Times yeah. is reporting on it. Right. What's that all about? I think everybody kind of sees the writing on the wall at this point. There were high hopes for the so-called summer offensive on the yes. part of Ukraine. It it failed. 
at yes. least to totally drive out Russian troops or to really make a big dent in it. Mm-hmm. And they realize the American people are getting a little bit weary of this or have stopped paying attention altogether because yes. it's not going anywhere. There's no movement one way or the other. And now you're even getting reports that within the White House, they're talking about brokering some sort of peace agreement, which it's funny because an idiot like me, like three years ago or three years ago, like a couple years ago, was saying like, well, I mean, I think Ukraine's probably going to be a little smaller than it was before the invasion in the end. Doesn't mean they shouldn't fight for their territory. They absolutely should. It's their country. Yes. But, you know, at some point we got to figure out when the blank check stops. Oh, remember what the left did to Elon Musk for suggesting that. Like, you got too many kids from Ukraine dying unnecessarily. And it was never reported. Just a week or so ago, said Columbia U. Yeah. Professor Jeffrey Sachs saying Ukrainians are getting slaughtered. I mean, Russia's winning that thing. All of a sudden, you don't hear about it from our media anymore. And where's Zelensky? Because people know that it's probably unwinnable for them. Wow. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search NVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends, yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, ready to learn something today? Age can be an asset. It can be. And Jill Biden is saying in the case of Joe, it is an asset. Yeah, well, first of all, sir, it is Dr. First Lady Doctor. Oh, God. Jill Biden, thank you very much. Have some respect, huh? Yeah, she says, (laughs) she says that people should not be worried about Joe's obvious mental decline. This was during an interview with Mika Brzezinski on MSNBC. To those who say I can't vote for Joe Biden, he's too old. What do you say? I say his age is an asset. Uh-huh. He's wise. Yes, uh, he's wise. He has oh, wisdom. Hold on. He has Time ex- out. He's not a barn owl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Couple things. <laughs> barn owl's pretty funny. Did Mika laugh at her? No, well, it was more of a aha, yes, aha. Like a, I is agree. an asset. Aha, he's wise. Yes, ah, he's, he's wise. wise. He has wisdom. He has experience. He knows every leader on the world stage. He's lived. He can't remember them. History. He knows history. Mm-hmm. He's thoughtful in his decisions. He is the right man or the right person 
for the job at this moment in history. Don't say man. Careful. Yeah, right. Got to correct yourself. Serious. It was almost like she got oh, the memo. Don't say man or woman. Say person. Uh, man, person. person. I mean, he is a man as far as I know. I mean, he's male, right? You yeah. can he say is. he's yeah. the right man Well, in a sane world, yes, but in the world they live in, you can't anymore. Right, of course. So she had to self-correct. Joe Biden is a they-them barn owl, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man, there's so much to take in from that, man. Okay, so he knows everybody. That's an asset. Dude, the guy can't remember what his stances on different things were over time. He can't remember people's names. Mm-hmm. I mean, this has been demonstrated, I don't know how many different times. I suppose you want some demonstration. Oh, well, well sure, yeah. LLJ, cool, J. Yeah, age is an asset. Who? Oh, he's like that. At the end of that, that is great. LLJ, cool, J. Yeah. Mama said you out knock. Yeah. Right. Well, it reminds me of the time where he just gave up on the sentence. It holds near and dear to you that you... Um, like to be able to. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that, abort, abort. That's the that's the sleight of hand that liberals are doing with Joe Biden. They're making it all about age, and it's not about age. It's not. It's about the fact that the guy is obviously senile. But he remembers all the names. No, Thank he you, uh, Doctor Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you told me today. That Joe Biden called the president of China P.F. Chang, I'd believe you. <laughs> I, just, I just love that one. I busted out the pepper because it gets Scott every time. It does. Oh. Thank you, uh, Dr. Pepper. And thank you, Chancellor. Or Dr. Paper. Paper, Pepper. Picked up Piper. Well, you know the thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Fit as a fiddle. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no problem. That's an asset, by the way. And uh, what am I doing here? I yeah, doing? yeah, you'll get it. <sighs> Give it time. You'll be fine. You know, he understands tech. Leading, leading tech companies. Yeah. <laughs> he understands it. The world we live in right now. Um, he certainly doesn't look around the room for dead people. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. No, no, because well. you just saw a video. She had died. It was a tribute to her. Is no, she here? She might have been there. I don't know. Not physically. No, but, you know, in a spiritual world, I don't know. Maybe that's what Joe was talking about. Well, he has been there a long time. He remembers it when he was a fighting freshman. I've been you know. fighting it since I've been a fighting freshman. <laughs> Is that what he said, fighting freshman? I think that's what David said he was trying to say at the time. I think so, yeah. Age is an asset. I've been a fighting freshman. Heck, yes. Great communicator. Freaking Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> that is God. the one that gets you every time. It's so, I know. So ridiculous. It just goes on and on and on. Yeah. Names can't remember. You, well, you saw her. You saw her. Well, you, you saw her. Yeah. That's good enough. Golly. Absolutely. Okay, moving on. Um, a New York Democrat says she welcomes... The migrants, really? Yeah, well, Democrat representative from New York, uh, in my estimation, gave away the game with the whole border crisis. It's about juicing the population to increase the voting power of Democrat strongholds. 
know, I mentioned this uh, a while ago. I mean, it, it's less about making sure that you have a lot of people who are here illegally voting in any upcoming election. It's all about the census and redistricting. Because, you know, New York and California in particular, Illinois is another one, been hemorrhaging residents. Mm -hmm. And remember how they freaked out in 2020 when Trump said, yeah, the Census Bureau, you're not counting illegal immigrants. They flipped out. That's right. And it, it had nothing. It had everything to do with the voting power of those states because those states all lost representation in Congress due to population loss. Um, so this is Representative Yvette Clark talking about how Democrats need to stop complaining about the millions of people showing up. We have a diaspora that, that can absorb a significant number of these migrants. And, I, that, you know, when I hear uh, colleagues talk about, uh, you know, the, the, the doors of the inn being closed, um, no room in the inn, I, I'm saying, you know, I, I need more people in my district but just for redistricting purposes. And those members could, could clearly uh, fit here. Do you think any of the Democratic leaders are going to pull her in to say, yeah, well, yes, that's true, but you're not supposed to say it? No. <laughs> This this is about the Statue of Liberty or whatever. <laughs> we don't care about the people we're supposed to serve right now. That's right. not a part of this. This is so we can stay in power. Don't you understand it? Yeah. And actually well, said it. I I uh, I like the uh, the idea that she was truthful though. Right. At least she was honest. Yeah. You don't hear that very often. No. It might be the last time after she's oh, yeah. had a stern talking to. Yeah. Be my guest. Uh, I happen to see this piece. I just wanted to bring it up real quick from the Free Press. It was written by Ben Kowaler, who I think has been on the left for a long time, um, from what he writes. He has an idea for college students, or actually for professors of elite universities, and that would be for them to teach Republican kids. And if you're wondering to yourself, what, what, why is that? So, well, there are a lot of Ivy League academics that are sick of progressive students. These whiny little babies that are just entitled. And so as he writes, I'm not a Republican. I have nothing against Republicans on an individual level. Um, but I'll tell you a nice thing about Republicans. They raise happy, obedient kids. <laughs> He's and he generalizes everything. He says, and as I watch what's become of our university campuses, where student outrage can curtail curricula, debase administrators, and upend careers, it occurs to me that it would be really something if the best professors at the Stanford's and MIT's of the world left their purchase for less cosmopolitan schools. Why not trade the anxious, rebellious spawn of Democrats for the sunny, docile children of Republicans? <laughs> and he's going on, and the thing I liked of what he said and we've talked about this a few times before, our attitudes when we would have been in our late teens, early 20s, through our 20s, whatever, and how it's changed over time. Yeah. And that it seems like society always wants to know what is the 21 and 22-year-old thinking about the world right now? And we look back at ourselves and say, we were dope. You didn't know nothing. And the most dangerous thing was you thought you knew, but you were really clueless in the world. And that's what that guy admits. Thing I should know I was one of them. I recently came across an email that I wrote as an undergrad to a conservative professor. And he, he basically says, I, I was a complete and total moron. But a lot of the kids certainly don't know that. 
but you have all these institutions that are treating these kids like they are going to show us the way. And he's saying, that's basically got to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said, I only wish I knew where professors should go. The Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression's recent 2024 College Free Speech Rankings Report isn't too encouraging. Only four schools out of 248 have a speech climate that could be described as even good. Did you know that? Uh, no. no. I didn't know that either. The, and their list of warning schools, two-thirds of which are conservative, more or less invalidates this whole thought experiment. But you think about the liberal schools. I mean, you've got cry closets all over the place if you have any sort of conservative speaker coming to the campus. Yeah. It's well, absolutely insane. It's cry closets or riots. Yes. Well, when the phrase words or violence came out, that was the beginning of the end. Yeah, yeah like words could be Words hurtful. can be hurtful and violent. Violent. No, getting pummeled. Is violence. Words could hurt your feelings. Sure. You know, sticks and stones. Words, Didn't you hear that as a kid? Words can lead to pummeling. It because, can. Well, that's yeah. true, yeah. Mm-hmm. You get the the wrong person. Yeah, that's. I just thought that was really interesting. It is. It really is. Um, oh, and I don't know if you would call this parenting news. I don't know if I would call it so much news. Anybody see the story on Wiz Khalifa? No. Oh, no. Did you say, oh, no, like, uh-oh, what? No, well, Are you a fan of Wiz? Of both. No, I haven't, but uh, I, I assume if you're bringing up, it's probably not very good. Well, hey, man, he just he wants to be honest about what kind of a parent he is. Okay. All right? And just wanted your reaction from this because I thought it was, you know, if nothing else, amusing. He goes to his uh, <laughs> his kids, like, conferences the teacher parent conference yeah um completely stoned and wants to do that on purpose because that's the real him why should he change for somebody (laughs) why should you be sober for your kid right yeah he want he he thinks this is the attempt to be authentic and that's that's what he should be doing um, I'm trying to look up the actual quote because it's fantastic. And I lost it for a second. Where's Wiz? Wiz Khalil. Where's Wiz? Yeah, where did Wiz go? I don't know. I'm going to have to get to it in a second. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Found it. All right. Sorry. Um, I'm cu- pulling up high because I want them to connect with the real me. They're not going to get a fake version of me or this made-up parent that society makes you think that you're supposed to be. Society trying to tell me what kind of dad I should be. Well, I mean, if you under the influence is your true self, I would suggest that you have a problem. That's what. Yeah, but t- that's some made-up rule that you had. No, that's that's what they would say about any other substance use, right? Like if I, yeah. if I'm not right until I got a few shots of Jim Beam in me. They'd say you're an alcoholic. Yeah, I suppose if you take a good old boy that needs a couple of shots of Beam to go to the parent-teacher conference, and that's just the real me, we would say, that guy's a loser. Yeah. But this is different. He said, I am who I am. And it's not because I'm a celebrity or anything, but it's because it's really what I believe in. And why not get the real me? Okay. Why would I have to change who I am or act like yeah. I'm not for these places that I'm going to go? Okay. Whiz is going to whiz, man. Right. 
That's just the way it is. Yeah. Daddy Maurice Anderson shows up <laughs> stoned. And I'm sure he gets the same reception. Yeah. That was uh, comical and sad all at the same time. Okay. Um, DeSantis takes a shot on COVID. Did it land? We'll get to that much more coming up. They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And HelloFresh couldn't agree more. That's why they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy tasty recipes delivered to your door, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. Because HelloFresh knows that you're not just hungry at dinner time. In fact, they're here to meet your every mealtime need. With a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, and desserts that you can easily add to every order. HelloFresh also helps you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, making sticking to a routine easier than ever. This year, make eating better and saving money a priority. Join today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. Action Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck, buck here, a buck, buck there, here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So DeSantis takes a shot. Yeah, and I, I, I'm i kind of surprised they didn't go full on with this from jump. But uh, probably too little too late for the DeSantis campaign here. Uh, Florida governor and Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis was on MSNBC this morning uh, and went after Trump on COVID. Oh, this was the number one crisis he faced as president, uh, and he chose to defer to Anthony Fauci. They were running commercials in in uh, October of 2020 for his reelection, bragging that he followed everything Fauci said. And then when Fauci, uh, Donald Trump's last day in office, he gave Fauci a commendation. He sh- forcibly shut down Florida's cruise industry. They shut down churches on military basis, and they were pressuring states. They 
They attacked me in the summer of 2020 when Florida had its first COVID wave and we had schools and businesses open. So it's massive, massive gaslighting. Uh, he was able to do that, I guess, on Fox with no pushback, uh, which was really, um, well, I guess that, that's just par for well, the course at this your, point. Your, your uh, but the reality is he knows that he dropped the ball on that. I think you're right, David. Yeah. Too little, too late. Yeah. And, and yeah. He you've said that for years now, that, that was that was the point he could make against Trump. Mm-hmm. That's the only point he could really make against Trump. And unfortunately they didn't go after him in that way, and the campaign has settled for being way too online and having spats with you know Laura Loomer and and Tim Poole and anybody else uh, it's just sort of embarrassing I had a friend of mine asked me last night if uh I was disappointed in the DeSantis campaign because he was and I said yeah and I and I it's not that I don't think he would make a great president I think he would but his skill set is not running a campaign at least that's my opinion that's no. the way it appears He's never looked that comfortable in front of a camera on a debate stage. And I think that's part of what you've got to be. I think people went into it like kind of like I went into it. Like he was the heir apparent. Yeah. Like he was just going to get the nomination. And he kind of ran that way to start. Like, well, wait a minute. Well, and you might think this is kind of a crazy take, but it does seem Trump changed the game so much as far as running a campaign mm-hmm. that you have to have different skill sets and be able to adapt yeah. And and you have to be more aggressive. Yeah. And because think about DeSantis against the Democratic field of 2020. I think he would have been fine. Oh, sure. It's yeah. not that I thought, well, it's been just awful. But the game has changed so much, and he has not adapted. But that's a once-in-a-lifetime politician, too, Trump. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, who can compete with that? And if he wins, he can't run again. So DeSantis is greasing the skids for... We'll 2024. See. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. All right, David. Sorry. Biggest story today. Uh, biggest story of the day. Uh, inflation running hotter than analysts had expected. Uh, Walmart shoppers uh, remain undefeated in predicting the state of the economy. <laughs> That's well said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah, it is. It's true. Um, we'll get to that. Something else. Um is it true that our tax dollars are supporting trans porn stars? Yeah. This is a crazy story, man. What? Yeah. Your tax dollars, Scott, supporting trans porn stars. Hey, now. Yeah. David, has a story. Oh, we got a whole lot to get to coming up right here. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, it's a lot to get to. We'll get to the trans porn story in a second, how our tax dollars are going to help some of those people. Well, got you out of your mind, Scott. Minimized minority. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Do you have part of uh, Trump's town hall last night on Fox? Uh, yeah, uh, Donald Trump, he had this town hall on Fox News last night in Iowa. One of the audience members who says she is locked in, she's going to caucus for DeSantis. Um, and she asked him about his past hires because a lot of people who worked for Donald Trump as president have turned on him and then he turns on them and, you know, oh, yeah. you know how it goes. Yeah. Um, so she asked, you know. How are you going to get anybody good to work for you if they know what what happens? Oh, that's a fair question. How will you convince good people to take the risk of working with you? So I have a lot of people that want to work with me. I have people calling just as I'm getting on the stage. I had a call from two of the very most important people in the military want to come to work for me. Everybody wants to come to work for us. Uh, We're going to have no trouble. We had great people. We had a couple that were not great, stiffs, as I would call them, <laughs> but that's true with anybody. But now I've gotten to know Washington. I've gotten to know the people. I know the best. I know the smart ones, the dumb ones, the weak ones, the strong ones. And I think you're going to see something like you've never seen before. Well, you like the way you handled the uh, questions? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I did, I did laugh to myself that he was said stiffs. I call them yeah. stiffs. Just kind of offhanded. Stiffs, you know. yeah, yeah, just stiffs. But, you know, everybody has a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is true. Yeah. Well, yeah. It does happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, then you had a clip from Mika Brzezinski from MSNBC. Yeah, this is short because uh, I can't really stomach much of her. But uh, with the Iowa caucuses just a few days away, it looks like Trump will likely win. And one MSNBC anchor is having a complete nervous breakdown because of it, specifically because he's now polling over 50% with evangelical Christians in Iowa. And the evangelical vote... Uh, usually is is crucial in the Iowa caucuses. If you look at Ted Cruz and others who have who have won in the past, it's because of the evangelical Christian vote. Um, Trump didn't have that level of support in 2016. Obviously, a lot has changed. Mm-hmm. But Mika Brzezinski on Morning Joe uh, is just freaking out about this. Okay, I'm just I. I'm, I have no words for e- evangelical voters at this point. <laughs> what? Why don't you sit down they, and have coffee with one and have them explain it to you? Right. They just they start that, there. Anybody who doesn't support them, their people, their candidates are just dumb people. They're 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 flabbergasted that not everybody's in on Joe Biden. Well, and I think the other part is it's because of Trump and the things he's said and the things that he's done in the past. And I don't know if it's in Mika's mind that an evangelical Christian uh, feels like they have to vote for a candidate that's also an evangelical Christian. Maybe that's the thinking. If that's thinking, that's not accurate. Crazy. I can tell you that. Just can't wrap their head around it. Well, when you see everything that's happened in the world in the last seven years say things that we never thought see before well we're going to talk about the trans issue in a second use just that one it's like the world has completely lost its mind on this issue okay you're looking for someone that's going to fight for what you believe in they may not even believe in the same things you do as far as worldview and religious beliefs but someone that will bring sanity back and get things done one of the fears from a lot of republican voters is that if we vote for this person to get in, are they actually going to do what we're asking them to do when they get to D.C.? Because they've been duped many, many times. The one thing that they saw from Trump, he actually did the things he said he would do. 
For the most part, yeah. Jerusalem. Yeah. Supreme Court. Yep. A number of different things. Like, this guy actually gets results of things that he talked about. So I guess I'm not so surprised by that. But I don't think Mika or anybody no. else is ever going to get out of their bubble to truly try to understand it. No, and I, I immediately go back to uh, the 60 Minutes uh, thing with Stormy Daniels years oh, ago. The women and, from Texas? Yeah, CBS sat down with a bunch of church ladies from Dallas mm-hmm. and asked, well, how do you feel about this if Donald Trump you know, had an affair with a porn star? And a couple of them said, well, she's probably lying. Um, and then a couple others are like, well, we're not, you know, we're not electing somebody to lead our church choir like i yeah he has a checkered past but he does things we like and that's what matters yeah well i've heard this analogy used before you're going in for surgery okay and the best surgeon uh, either happens to be an atheist or another religion other than christianity you do have the other christian surgeon but man he's had a lot of mishaps right who do you want to operate on you? Yeah, I'll take the non-believer for <laughs> 10. Yeah, right. Yeah. The skilled person at that point. Well, of course. I think that's part yeah. of it. Now, as far as the trans issue, what is the story with the tax dollars? Yeah, I want to set it up this way just to give proper credit. Uh, there's a guy on X that I, I really enjoy what he does, and he does it in his spare time. He calls himself Oilfield Rando. He's an oil worker. But in his spare time, he looks into different federal grants that have been given out over time. Okay. To track wasteful spending. Um, and uh, this one is from the CDC. It's a grant that was issued in 2021 for $540,000 to Transgender Equity Consulting Incorporated. <laughs> wow. Trans equity, trans equity Consulting is a firm comprised of six black and Latinx transgender and non-binary individuals with a combined 20 years of experience working to end stigma. Now, usually when you're doing combined years of, well, of yeah. experience, you're going more than a couple decades because that doesn't average out to much experience when you split it among six people. True. <laughs> 20 <laughs> years among six people. Yeah, right, right. That's not a lot of time, actually. Anyway, combined 20 years of experience working to end stigma, uplift community, and provide access to resources in real time to combat social determinants of health with an emphasis on healthcare access for black uh, for black and Latinx, transgender and queer communities across the United States and Latin America, so then he says, "Hey, let's let's introduce you to a couple of people who are part of the team, uh, recipients again of five hundred and forty thousand dollars in taxpayer money." Uh, we'll start with Victoria Von Black, a transgender sex worker skilled in the art of seduction, and the first big beautiful woman trans porn star. Oh boy. Then you got to talk about Oscar Diaz, they, them. Oscar is a spicy Latinx artist seeking to challenge the monolithic lens of Latinidad from his extraction of queer, trans, black, indigenous, and marginalized folks. And then okay. you've got the founder of the group. Again, this is Transgender Equity Consulting, Inc., recipient of a $540,000 grant from the CDC. Uh, Cecilia Gentili. Cecilia's story is inspiring because only in America can a transgender drug addict prostitute from Argentina enter the country illegally, claim asylum, and end up getting $540,000 from taxpayers. 
It's insane. Your just head just blows up, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, it, re- it really does. Yes. I mean, how does this happen? You really want This is slid that. into a budget. You don't know I it's know. there. Yeah. Yes. But some Congress critter was obviously yes. in their corner. Yes. They had to get their support from somewhere. Well, and the thing is, for the activist class, they want to put together all LGBTQ plus whatever, whatever people. And there are plenty of people that are gay, lesbian, that are like, whoa, 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 whoa. The, the whole trans thing, that was that was the bridge too far. And yeah. that's what you're seeing a lot just within society. Every time I think of that, I think of that lady at the spa in California. Yeah. The wee spa. <laughs> yeah. Where, where they're trying to say, trying to argue with her, and she's just not having it. And she's speaking as plainly as a person could speak, you know. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay for a man to go into the women's section Show his penis around the other women, young little girls under age. Your spa, we spa, condone that. Is that what you're saying? Like I asked. It's so he so he can stay there. He can stay there. Is she like don't he can stay there? I know she and she's like, are you serious? Right. What sexual orientation? I see a. D- it lets me know he's a man. Fair enough. Yeah. He, he's a man. She's he not is having a it. man. He is not no female. No. He is not a female. It he is doesn't... not a female. Give her her money back. <laughs> Give me my money. Yeah. Well, then it then it turned out, and she didn't know this at the time, mm-hmm. but Mama Bear was 100% right uh, to be worried about this situation because Absolutely. that guy turned out to be a sex offender who then was on the run because he was wanted for molesting a child yep. in a bathroom at a Denny's. Yeah. At the person that's uh, sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. No. Around kids. To mention the other women. Unreal. Okay. Is that good for business? <laughs> I mean, to have a guy... I would think not. I mean, I would think not. I would think not. And again, I mean, he was, as Jamie Markley at the time put it so eloquently, walking around there with a halfie, by the way. Uh, That's the way it was described. Yes. Yes. And then you're trying to explain it on the show. I'm like, okay, how do you explain it? Yeah. A partial erection. (laughs) (laughs) So you just said it. Yeah. Golly. I wanted to be scientific about it. This reminds me of something else I saw. We don't have to spend much time on this. People were talking online about the most scandalous thing they'd ever seen happen at work. Okay? And I'm reading parts of these, and all I could think was, you didn't work for a rock station in the 90s, because no. a lot of this is tame no. compared. But th- there were a few things that were a little bit crazy. Somebody's boss allegedly mixed her own whiz into the water cooler and then let employees drink oh, from come it on, man. because she was mad. Oh. oh, that's a lawsuit. Is there anything that comes to mind that you want to share? Scandalous? We're the, yeah, we're in the trust circle. It's okay. Oh, I worked for a raging alcoholic for a while. Oh, yeah. That, that would pull all sorts of shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. Well, didn't, didn't you come in? He was still, Sleep. like, in the office or something? Sleeping on his desk. Yeah. I dare not wake him up because you might get killed. Yeah. <laughs> They tiptoed around and thought, well, I'll just... And it was a well-known thing. Oh, yeah, everybody knew. Right. Yeah. But it wasn't like they got fired for that. No. I, so it I, wasn't just rock radio. It was all sorts of radio oh, at that yeah. time. Well, it's the train wreck that didn't, you know, it's, this business is attracted to those people very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
No, there was one at a hospital. A doctor and nurse were having an affair. No one knew until he got mauled by a bear on a rafting trip. The nurse was on the rafting trip with him, saved his life. Oh, That's how people found out. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like yeah. the good news is uh, she saved your life from a bear. The bad news is half your stuff is gone now. Yeah. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. I remember a guy getting arrested at the station for delinquent child support payments. No one knew. <laughs> but <laughs> That's so, bad. Part-time person. Do I know this guy? You knew of him. Oh. You didn't know him personally. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now, all I mean, just craziness. So yeah, some, of, some of these stories that you'll just read online, you're like, okay, that one is pretty good, actually. Um, <laughs> one woman brought her daughter to work. A day later, a coworker said, you can't bring your daughter to work here anymore. I'm not allowed to be around children. <gasps> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, when you think you got it crazy, you read somebody else's story and you're like, okay. Yeah. Maybe it's not as bad as I thought. Okay. Much more to get to. Important stuff going on, of course, as always. Um, oh, we got a news update to get to. And long lost words that should be brought back. We'll decide on that straight ahead. here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Yo, Scotty, I know you love watching sports. Have you heard about the new way sports fans are adding to their excitement while watching their favorite team? Of course I have. It's Prize Picks. It's the largest daily sports fantasy platform in North America. Sports fans everywhere love Prize Picks. So what's all the excitement about? Prize Picks makes daily fantasy sports easy. Instead of battling thousands of players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six players' stat projection and then watch the winnings roll in. Yeah, Prize Picks is real simple to play. You make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. That's right, Jamie. This week, I'm uh, thinking of taking... Don't even say it. Don't say it. No. You'll jinx them. Well, here's the good news about that. Prize Picks even has a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Go to pricepicks.com slash MBCR and use code MBCR for a first deposit match of up to $100. Go to pricepicks.com slash MVCR and use the code MVCR for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck, buck here, a buck, buck there, here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Yeah. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so Politico has a piece that says why far-right conspiracy theorists are obsessed with sex trafficking. (laughs) 
And it's a picture, dude, with a red MAGA hat, except it doesn't say Make America Great Again. It says Epstein didn't kill himself. <clears throat> okay. And on X, to promote the story, it says, From Pizzagate to QAnon and now the Epstein List, an expert explains why sex trafficking conspiracy theories are so buzzy in MAGA circles. What? Are you saying that Epstein wasn't a part of sex trafficking? Yeah, yeah, one of those things is not really like the others. But they're trying to group it in. Yeah, I mean, they, like the others. Why? The guy was a sex trafficker. Nobody is disputing that. And then there are. Oh, it seems like maybe they are. But, <laughs> well, then they're wrong. But, you know, the, as far as conspiracy theories, I don't know. I mean, it does seem awfully strange the way that he died and all of the things that went wrong uh, that prevented us from knowing a definitive answer on his death. I mean, cameras suddenly not working, guys falling you know asleep what? on the job. The New York Post had it. It's like the whole list. Yeah. We should do this, you know, before the end of the show. Yeah. Go through. When you read it again, it's crazy. All the things that had to have happened for people not to know. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was the Queen of England who had him killed, but <laughs> I... I still don't believe that. But I don't think he killed himself. We'll say that. Okay, no. I mentioned this real quick. Um, forget who had this. Is it Wayne State University? Ten long lost words we should bring back this year. I don't know about that. You tell me. Uh, one is blatherskite. Never heard it. David? No. The person who talks at great length without making much sense. Oh, well. Another descriptor for Biden. Or, or Kamala Harris. Yeah, either or. It uh, could be. Blatherskite. Yes. Okay. Filing um, that one away. Okay. Um, oh, man, there's some of these. Dollop? A dollop of... Like, a shapeless mass or blob of something? Yeah. Especially that, soft food? Yeah. I don't think that's gone away at all. A dollop like of it. sour cream or whatever? Yeah, dollop, yeah. yeah, right. Peanut butter? Yeah. Okay. Uh, pedifogger? Pedifogger? Yeah. No. An inferior legal practitioner? Maybe boot how to say it. I think it's pedophagger. Huh. Um, raw gabbit. What? A raw gabbit. Raw gabbit. R a w g a b b i t. Think I got raw that gabbit. at a sushi bar once. A person who speaks confidently but ignorantly. Ah. Raw gabbit. Raw yeah. gabbit. Kamala Harris again. Yeah. yeah. And then you have Twinkle. <laughs> What's it? What do you think it is? Mine's irritated today. To twang with the fingers on a musical instrument. <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right. A lot to get to. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, did he kill himself? No. Reviewing no. the facts once again in a few. Really interesting. Um, and Trumpster agrees with Chris Christie on something. Uh, 
But first, Jill Biden talking about Joe. He yeah. is ready. His age is an asset in yeah. his case because well, it makes him wiser. His age is an asset. And by the way, I don't know how many times I have to tell you it's not Jill Biden. It's Dr. First Lady, Dr. Jill Biden. Okay. I always forget. Show some respect, will you? Sorry about yeah. that. Golly, and yeah, she says, you got to say doctor. Tw- I say doctor twice because of knuckle draggers like Jamie Markley, who will not acknowledge that she is a hell of a doctor. <laughs> She's not a real doctor, is she? Yeah. She is a real doctor. <laughs> she had her. Doctor of what? I really don't know. <laughs> she got her EDD. It's a, a doctorate in education. Yes. She's yeah. a doctor of rock. Yeah, there you go. So, Dr. First Lady Dr. Jill Biden says people don't need to be yeah. worried about Joe's obvious mental decline during an interview on MSNBC because he's sharp as a tack, that guy. <laughs> okay. That's not exactly the quote, but I like the way you set that up. Oh, my gosh, is that funny. Okay, here she is, the good doctor. I see that strength and that resilience and that steadiness every single day. What? And he's unflappable. Have you seen him walk? And when I look at the man, you know, his integrity, his character has not changed, and he's unwavering. He's unflappable. Thank you, Secretary Buttigieg. No, that's your wife, Dr. Jill. Yeah. He's unflappable unless there's a sandbag in the area or he has to figure out how to get off stage or which way to go or if he needs to know whether or not somebody is alive or dead. Maybe she meant unflexible. (laughs) Like he can't flex the knee. He does have that pretty stiff. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite sure. But yeah, sharp as a tag. (laughs) That's my favorite. I can't tell you, and I appreciate all of you that correspond with us, but I can't tell you how many bottles of Auchincloss sauce photos that have been sent to me. You You'll guys, show them to me. You guys, you guys are very creative, I have to tell you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. You see it every day. The new line of Auchincloss sauce has habanero in it. It's really, it's spicy, but it's it's good. It's still savory. <laughs> good for yes. the tacos. Yeah. yeah. And oh, during God. times of tragedy, he speaks clearly, easy to understand. All these mass murders, not not this weekend, but have been because people have picked up kids and grabbed stuff off of counters, off of the, oh, anyway, I don't want to get angry. Unflappable. Exactly. That was the yeah. right word. Mm-hmm. Measured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, the Trumpster said Chris Christie is right. Dave. Yeah, well, Chris Christie dropped out of the Republican presidential primary. And in other news, he was in the Republican presidential primary. Uh, Donald Trump was asked whether he thinks that's going to change the dynamic of the race, uh, particularly in New Hampshire. Like, will 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 Christie voters now flock to uh, uh, Nikki Haley or maybe Ron DeSantis, probably Nikki Haley? Will that cause some trouble for you? Hmm. Actually, the biggest story wasn't the fact that he dropped out. Nobody cared too much about that. But he had a hot mic where he was talking to somebody about uh, oh, yeah. the weather, and he happened to say that she doesn't have what it takes. She'll be creamed in the in the election. And, I mean, I know her very well, and I happen to believe that Chris Christie's right. That's one of the few things he's been right about, actually. <laughs> so you don't think it changes the dynamic much? I don't know if it does or not. Look. We're winning uh, tremendously here. We're, I think we're 20, 24 points up. I brought some polls if you want to see them, you know, just in case. <laughs> but I think we're 24, 25 points up. Yeah. 
That's vintage right there. It oh, is. right. Yeah. I, I got some polls right here, you know. Yeah. You want to see him? Don't believe me? Goodbye. No, I think he's right about that. And that hot mic moment, that caught some attention. Said, told you everything. You weren't surprised. No. And he also said DeSantis called him. But the big part was, hey, we both know she's not going to make it. Yeah. Got to get creamed. And that's more than likely true. Okay. The Jeffrey Epstein story. And I mentioned this. It was Politico. And to be honest, I just happened to see the title of the piece. I've not had a chance to read it yet. I just can't believe the headline is why far-right conspiracy theorists are obsessed with sex trafficking. And it's just a picture of a MAGA hat, but it doesn't say Make America Great Again. It Mm -hmm. says Epstein didn't kill himself. From Pizzagate to QAnon and now the Epstein list, an expert explains why sex trafficking conspiracy theories are so buzzy in MAGA circles. Yeah, I'm like, hold on a second. Are you saying Epstein wasn't a part of sex trafficking? Yeah. I mean, I've seen media try to minimize this story as much as possible. But this goes to another level. I think it's yeah. telling us something. Or that somehow it's not worthy of our attention. Yeah, like Epstein was a sex trafficker. That was kind yeah. of his whole deal. Yes. Uh, so a couple of days ago, New York Post... Um, It was a report on Jeffrey Epstein's brother. And we had some clips um, a little while back with Epstein's brother talking to Tucker Carlson about all this information that he couldn't get. So in the story, talks about how being the most high-profile prisoner in the United States, Jeffrey Epstein was found dead in federal custody, custody at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in New York, August 10, 2019. Of course, we know he was awaiting trial on charges of sex trafficking underage girls, was found in his cell just after 6.30 a.m., having apparently used a length of orange bed sheet tied to the cell's bunk bed to hang himself. Throughout the previous night, cameras in the secure housing unit where Epstein was being held weren't recording. Prison guards slept, and Epstein was left without a cellmate despite prison psychologists' direct orders. Then Attorney General Bill Barr would later call the situation a perfect storm of screw-ups. Within a week, a medical examiner had ruled the death a suicide, meaning no further investigation was required. Eventually, a 128-page report was produced by the Department of Justice, which concluded prison staff made errors and blamed long-standing operational challenges for Epstein's death. And then it gets into some of the details, if you want to hear some of these. Oh, sure. Okay, all right. Does everybody have a little time? Yeah, it takes a little time Mm -hmm. to go through. Um, So Jeffrey Epstein's brother said, I only want to look at facts, but when we consider the facts available, we get more questions. There appears to have been no investigation once it was ruled a suicide. They saw no reason to dig deeper. It seems like a cover-up. Why can't I find his pre-hospital care report? And why can't I get the 911 call? Because the 911 call is not available. So they talk about the autopsy. Two medical examiners were present for Epstein's autopsy, Dr. Kristen Roman and Dr. Michael Baden. The latter was sent by Mark Epstein to independently oversee the procedure. They agreed to list the manner of death as pending, saying further investigation was required. Then do you remember what happened here, David, after that? It was overruled a week later by New York Chief Medical Examiner Barbara Sampson, who changed it to suicide. Samson said she had seen additional evidence, but never said what the evidence was. Yeah, well, it was a, I know. 
it was a threat on her life or, you know, a, 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 a nondescript, you know, paper bag filled with hundreds. Hmm. Baden said Epstein had two breaks on each side of his thyroid cartilage near his Adam's apple and one above it on the left side of his hyoid bone. Hyoid Am I saying bone, that right? Yeah. Okay. Which were, quote, extremely unusual in suicidal hangings and could occur much more commonly in homicidal strangulation. Baden added, I've not seen in 50 years where that occurred in a suicidal hanging case. In addition, no photo was taken of the position of Epstein's body when he was found, which multiple medical examiners have agreed is a key piece of evidence in determining exactly how he died. Autopsy photos showed marks on Epstein's throat um, from the ligature were in the middle to lower portion of the neck and straight not raised and pointing toward the side and back of the throat in a way more consistent with hanging. I remember that at the time. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And then as far as the cell goes, the Department of Justice's investigation into Epstein's death says he was found suspended from the top bunk in a near-seated position with his buttocks approximately one inch to an inch and a half off the floor and his legs in front of him. Okay? I know, it's not a good visual. No. You can see it on your face trying to figure out what happened yeah. so it means most of his body weight was hanging on the ligature around his neck the guard who found him michael thomas claimed both that he ripped the sheet and that he cut it and began chest compressions until prison medics arrived two nooses were found in the cell that was according to cbs 60 minutes the noose taken as evidence was not the one the prison guard ripped or cut from epstein's body what what yeah a lot of this stuff you sort of remember, and then there are other parts where you're like, wait a second, I don't, did I even know that? In photos of Epstein's cell, his sleep apnea machine can be seen, which his brother points out as an electrical cord would have been an easier way to hang yourself than a sheet that he cut up, which makes sense. Uh, EMTs who attended the scene were not interviewed, which is standard protocol. In these kind of cases, but especially in high-profile cases, EMTs and hospital staff are interviewed by police. But in this case, none were. In addition, a pre-hospital care report for Epstein can't be found, according to hospital staff. The autopsy showed Epstein was dead for at least two hours before he was found and possibly up to six hours. Now, if this is starting to get boring, let me know. Because, I mean, it goes on. Yeah. What I can tell you is you get to the end of this, you're like, there's no way. Well, it, that is a lot of things to like go missing or 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 go wrong all at once. Oh, one other thing, man. It goes into the inmates and evidence part. July 23rd, while Epstein was in jail, guards were called to the cell he shared with former cop and now convicted killer, killer of four, Nicholas um, Tartaglioni. Nice. Oh, you see the picture? I showed the picture to you guys. Holy smokes. Oh, he's that dude big, is he's he's big, strong. Big guy, yeah. Um, it was an incident where Epstein had sustained neck injuries. Following the incident, Epstein told prison staff he had been attacked by a cellmate. He later, later said he didn't remember how he got the injuries and re refused to speak about it any further. What does that tell you? Yeah. Okay, so after that, uh, the prison psychology department said Epstein must have a cellmate at all times and was to be monitored. The new cellmate... Efrain Stone Reyes was assigned but transferred out to another facility less than 24 hours before Epstein's death. 
kind of crazy. And again, you go through all this stuff, and then the recorded video evidence. All of a sudden, the recorder's not working. Yeah. All these different things. Come on. It's just hard to believe all of that stuff. But again, media wants this thing, it seems, to just sort of go away. You know, one of the reasons um, Epstein was brought up several times this week was because of the whole dust-up between Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel. And we've talked about that. Did you hear where Aaron Rodgers is no longer allowed on ESPN, on the Pat McAfee show? Yeah. Well, that that's what they said, but then apparently he showed up today. What? Yeah. Really? I hadn't even heard that yet today. So, yeah, the Daily Mail had the story that apparently he showed up on the show. Whoa, I wonder if something's going to go down with McAfee and ESPN because there's fighting going on. He's calling out bosses on the air. Yeah. Different people. And the word was going into today that Aaron Rodgers was not supposed to appear anymore or that he, he had been banned. Yeah. What a dust-up, man. Disney. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people are like, McAfee had to know, right? When he went to work for Disney, they were going to tr- yeah. tell him how to operate things. Absolutely. Because I think it's true, ESPN needs him more than he needs them. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, yeah. News update more straight ahead. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck, buck here, a buck, buck there, here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. 
I got something real quick. You got something, Dave? You got an update? Uh, no, you go ahead. It was just another example, I thought. If I make Ramaswamy, doesn't have a chance. No, but he certainly is fun. He is fun. Yeah. There's a bunch of media members around. He's in Iowa, and he's got some questions for him. He asks, hey, uh, basically saying you're all liars. Are, are you willing to admit now you were wrong on COVID? Are you willing to admit now you were wrong on Russian collusion with Trump? Hmm. And then he got to the Hunter Biden laptop, and there was a little back and forth especially with one of the reporters. Does anyone here agree that the Hunter Biden laptop story, as reported by the New York Post, was indeed accurately reported and was not Russian disinformation, but was in fact a factually owned laptop of Hunter Biden? I mean, you, you got to, man. I mean, you, your paper reported it. <laughs> right. Uh, does anybody, does everybody else seriously not believe that? I mean, I believe so, that Hunter Biden was clearly reading Giuliani over the laptop, so I don't think that's going to Do you hear that? Oh. Well, I'll, I'll pick them over Rudy Giuliani. Okay. Yeah, so I don't think so. Ivek? So, so you don't believe, so you think that it actually was the product of Russian disinformation, as was reported by the media, that was the basis for suppressing this at the time? The Hunter Biden case, yeah. I'm not sure why we're talking about that. Because it was election not interference. not sure why. <laughs> well, no, I don't want to talk about it, so why are you? Right. Because it was election interference on the eve of the last election. And I think there's the same kind of election interference happening this time around. And I think it's happening, the early waves of it, with respect to the treatment of my candidacy. And I think that that is likely to be a major problem heading into the next year. Yes. And the way he kind of ended that. Not repeat those same mistakes, and yet that's exactly what I'm seeing play out in slow motion, hiding in plain sight. And so it's my concern for this country that leads me to run for U.S. president. It's my concern for this country that causes me to raise what aren't some ancient issues to be swept under the rug. I think that history is relevant to what's happening today. Yeah, like, are you going to do this again in 2024, what you did in 2020 and before that? Yeah, well. Lying to people? They're going to. They already have it. They will continue. Yes. But I'm glad someone's pointing it out. I think this could be Trump's VP pick. I don't know. He supports him, man. He, you know, he's. Stefanik's been mentioned, too. Not sure. He said yesterday on Fox that he's already got the person picked out. Yeah. But don't know. Well, he didn't gender anyone, so that's good. Yeah, that is good. Like Joe did. Yeah. You know, Scott, you've said many times, quoting Moneyball, we're all told at some point you can no longer play the children's games. We're all told. Well, no one told Juan Jacobson Young. No one told her. Tell you that because she just broke the Guinness World Book of Records or whatever they call it. Guinness Book of Records. Uh, Oldest woman to water ski. You know how old? No. 92. That is so awesome. Wow. Wow. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Would have been cooler if she did it with a squirrel. <laughs> that would have really been cool. Well, we could tell her. Yeah. She'd probably do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story of the day is that in spite of what the Biden administration has been claiming, inflation has not cooled off. In fact, it came in for December hotter than expected. And as I've been saying, Walmart shoppers are undefeated against Wall Street experts. That is true. Time and time again. I think the biggest story of the day is you got a 92-year-old woman that's still water skiing. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> At least that's, that might be my favorite story of the day. Yeah. That's fantastic. you got a president that doesn't know how to exit which side <laughs> of the stage, but you got a 92-year-old. <laughs> See, maybe age just is a number, right? Yeah. All right. The Robin's Trifecta and an update coming up. 
The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Got the Robbins trifecta coming up in just a few. A news update, David Van Camp. You can't do that to me, Scott, right before we're coming back. What? Ask you a question? Like, randomly. Well, what I, album have you listened to more than any other in your life? Like, hold on a second. That takes some thought. Yeah, well, somebody, one of our listeners submitted it. And hmm. I just thought, well, I'll ask you. Yeah. All right, we'll kick I know you got to think about it. You have to think about that one. And David does, too. Absolutely. D- yeah. Dolly Parton, some Dolly Parton album, I'm sure. But He's I got the Dolly shirt one. on today. I, I do have the Dolly shirt on, yes. Yeah, awesome. Looks good on you. Rocks. What is the news update? Uh, news update in the political front, of course, days away from the Iowa caucuses. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, new polling from Suffolk University uh, says, yes, Trump's running away with it. He's got 54% support. He'll probably win Iowa. But now Haley's at 20%. DeSantis is at 13 Well, you talk about going the absolute wrong direction. Wow, how do you explain that? Man. I, I well. I don't know. It's to, just been lackluster to me, the whole. Uh, well, I mean, to me, I, I think some of it may be that, uh, you know, he's certainly been hitting the pavement a lot. But if you're paying attention to political media at all, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say what. Um, you tell me if I'm crazy on this. You know, okay. a, a couple of weeks ago, Tucker Carlson said something about. Um, uh, uh, Ron DeSantis's campaign team, and claimed that they were like the nastiest, most vindictive group of people. I, I don't go that far. I don't believe that. I mean, especially because I mean, people in the Trump campaign were suggesting that Ron DeSantis slept with high school girls. So right. I mean, like the nastiness thing. I I don't I don't buy that. I think the issue to me with the DeSantis campaign and members of his staff is not that they're mean, it's that they're smug. And people will tolerate mean because you can you can digest mean. You can say, well, is that right or is that wrong? Do I think that's funny? Do I think it's not? But if you're smug, no one likes having somebody, you know, you, you can call me a dumbass, but if you talk to me like I'm a dumbass, I'm going to get offended. There might be something to that. The other thing it seems to me, and we've talked about this before real quick, is there's so much money that was being spent on the DeSantis campaign. Yeah. Okay. And when people are putting forth a whole lot of money and they're not seeing the results that they want to see, they put pressure on the people that are managing the campaign. And all of a sudden, they're operating under pressure like, okay, we've got to put more pressure on this situation. We've got to be more aggressive. And it does seem like... DeSantis has tried to be something he's not in several different ways, yeah. and it just has not worked. It's just not caught that moment that yeah. catapults you. Well, you know? I think there's I mean, part of it. Take Trump out of it for a second. There is a skill to being a politician, mover, shaker, you know, glad hander, all that stuff that a lot of people would never want to do, and some people are just good at it. Mm-hmm. Is Nikki Haley good at it? Looks decent. Probably better than DeSantis yeah. at it. So as she's out there a lot, maybe that's really been the difference and more money spent on her. I don't know. In the end, I think it's not going to make much difference. Jeez. You know, I, honestly, I saw more people today, and this was online and just, you know, conversation, talking about Trump's town hall on Fox than the debate between Haley and DeSantis. Yeah. And I think 
polling would bear that out. I mean, how many people will be left on Super Tuesday? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, how many of these, I mean, who's going to hang? Haley. That might be it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Trump did uh, the video yesterday where they just, the campaign puts it out, talking about what's happening at the border, and that got quite a bit of traction, actually. As you know, the southern border is in full meltdown. We are under invasion by many, many countries. December was the worst border month in American history by far. Over 300,000 illegal aliens were apprehended, infiltrating across our border in a single month. Think of that. And sadly, that's a vast undercount of what the true scale of the catastrophe is. The numbers are much worse than even those numbers. And people talk about that, and they talk about it online. And for better or worse, whatever you think, a lot of voters think that Trump will get something done at the border. You can say, well, he said he's going to get the wall. He didn't finish the wall and all of that. But from polling, they think he will be more effective in getting things like that done. So, yeah, to me, it's it, like we said before, it already seems to be over. Could be mm-hmm. surprised. Never know. But, you know, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know now. You ready for your big yeah, three? Yeah, go. Here we go. Are you ready? One, two, three. my shoe it's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins' trifecta, helped by his hero, Casey Kasem. He's here. Where is he? He's here. Hi, it's me, Casey. Right there. I'm ready. What's, what were you doing, three. man? Were you in the bathroom? What are you doing? Same time every day, man. Three. <laughs> Dang. Number three, I don't know what number three is because I didn't do my homework, Scott, so uh, go okay. ahead. Okay, well, uh, number three, we're going to talk a little bit about Chicago Public Schools. How many laptops okay. and iPads did they lose this year? What? Ready for this one? Chicago Public Schools managed to lose an incredible number of iPads and laptops. As a matter of fact, 77,000. 77,000? 77,000 total. Since the massive unified district started supplying the kids and the teachers with these computers a few years ago, they lost 77000 in one school year. That's roughly $23 million worth of missing stuff. Oops. You know what they need to fix the problem? More computers. More money. That's right. You're right. That's right. They're all they're underfunded. <laughs> uh, by the way, CPS, the nation's fourth largest school district, around 340,000 students, 22,000 teachers. All told, CPS managed to mysteriously misplace more than one laptop or iPad for every fifth student or teacher. Every class of 16 students lost an average of 3.4 computers. Something going on here? Well, the numbers keep rising in terms of lost assets. Now, the students could have misplaced them. There's a few of those that could have happened, maybe the laptops and iPads, but 77,000 leads you to believe that perhaps they didn't misplace their equipment at all, that there may be some juicy revenue streams coming in from some people. Well, I'm sure that they're responsible for those, and you had to sign something at the beginning uh, of the year that you have to pay back for those if you happen to lose it, right? No. <laughs> I'm wondering, did they even buy all those laptops? It's a good question. <laughs> did somebody just stash the cash away and say, yeah, well, we order receipts? You know what? That's a great question as well. I can't answer that. I don't know. 
but I'm guessing if you need a laptop in the city of Chicago, you can find one on the street fairly cheap. Wow. Now, on with the countdown. Scott Robbins, trifecta, top three of the day, up to number two. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting for David. Well, David what, what's know. number two? <laughs> uh, gas rental car company does a little bit of a U-turn. Uh, the government, both federal and some states, are keeping up their pub push for the electric vehicles. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. Popular rental car service Hertz has announced they're going to get rid of 220,000 electric vehicles from their fleet because it costs too damn much money to fix them. They're done. Really? Now, the government, as you know, can blow money right and left and with no accountability whatsoever. But when you start to get into the private sector businesses Mm -hmm. and they're losing boatloads of money, they're going to bail on this. And that's exactly what they're doing right now. We've read the stories about different car dealerships, too, saying we can't keep going down this road. We're not selling these things. Right. Expenses related to collision and damage primarily associated with these EVs has remained very high. Thereby, the company's decision is to all of a sudden reduce, reduce greatly our EV footprint. Hmm. The only green is for the green of printing money from the government. Wow. They're not making any. I thought this was kind of interesting. It because, is interesting. You know, this this is big. you got to get the rental car companies to buy in well, or force you, them to somehow or try to force them to. You also see what's going on in Europe and even in some cities like London. Yeah. And the pressure is on for people to just get rid of cars. They don't want people driving. Right. And pushing toward electric vehicles. And a lot of people don't want them. But they're pretty sure the goal in the end is for just less people to have cars. The thing is, in the private sector and in business in general, if you make something and create something that people actually want, they see the value in it, they'll buy it. Yeah. They don't see it here. And the countdown continues. For good reason. The Scott Robbins trifecta, top three of the day. And finally, one. Canadian police have warned people now about posting videos of alleged packaged thieves, porch pirates. It could be a violation of their privacy. (laughs) <laughs> right so you can't make it up no, man. You, you cannot wow you cannot police in the canadian province of quebec have warned their citizens against posting surveillance footage of their packages being stolen from their porch don't do that it's shaming people they have not been they have not been convicted of anything they've not been arrested of anything you're exposing these poor people and you're making them victims when they, in fact, they stole. haven't been, well, they haven't been tried yet. We have the video evidence of them taking the I, box off. I realize that. Yes. Yes. Man, oh, man. You have people following the vehicles, too, and they see their stuff get stolen. Well, yeah. <laughs> I want my stuff back, man. That is unreal. And man. it would uh, it would be an invasion of privacy, for instance, if it wasn't done in public, which, of course, it is done in public. Yes. And there you have it. Assumption of guilt. Shut up. Speaking of video, did anybody see the story of Chicago O'Hare Airport with all the illegals being housed, and now it's they're housing them in the terminals? Yeah. And they're telling the person with the camera, don't, don't record this. Yeah, hey, you don't, can't, record don't record it. Don't, they yeah. don't want you to do it. It's a public airport. Yeah, they don't want anyone to yeah, know what's going it, on. Because it looks badly on the people that are there. It reflects poorly on them. And they didn't do anything wrong after all. They broke the law. Shh. All right. All right. 
NFL playoffs are here. If you're into fantasy sports, it's a good time to check out prize picks. Yeah, it's a really simple way to do daily fantasy sports. You're not going up against pros, thousands of other people, or those sharks that are lingering out there. Uh, it's just you against the numbers. So you look at stat project- projections. Okay, as an example, I'll mention the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb, 69 and a half receiving yards, more or less. It's that simple. You just pick more or less. I know where I'm going on that. Yeah, yeah. And, and the cool thing is, too, it's not just football. You can pick from the NBA, the NHL, the PGA, college basketball, a whole lot more, too. And yeah. they have a reboot policy nice. so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Yeah, you're not tinkering with lineups or anything. There's no complicated process. You're just selecting more or less. Um, you know, I just put in my picks for this weekend, like just right now, actually. Maybe oh. that's why I didn't do my homework and ask Scott what was coming up in the trifecta. <laughs> a little distracted here on the air. Um, so I, it is that easy. That's easy, man. That is really simple, too. You can get started right now, too. No big deal. Go to pricepicks.com slash MBCR and use code MBCR for a first deposit match of up to $100. Price Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay got another news update to get to and a round of nimrods in the news oh my goodness no one died with this nimrod coming up but a woman thought a soap star fell in love with her she may have tried to kill her husband oh my god oh you got to hear this story coming up in Nimrod. They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And HelloFresh couldn't agree more. That's why they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy tasty recipes delivered to your door, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. Because HelloFresh knows that you're not just hungry at dinner time. In fact, they're here to meet your every mealtime need. With a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, and desserts that you can easily add to every order. HelloFresh also helps you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, making sticking to a routine easier than ever. This year, make eating better and saving money a priority. Join today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com
All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Donald Trump giving a press conference uh, after uh, the proceedings have wrapped up in his civil fraud trial in New York. By the way, what doesn't get repeated often enough is that the New York State Attorney General, who campaigned on, quote-unquote, getting Trump. Letitia James. Yes, is going after him uh, for something that where no one was harmed. Correct. In the civil fraud trial, because they're saying that he overinflated the uh, value of his properties. The lenders were fine with it. They got their money. Trump Correct. got what he needed. Yes. What's the Who's the aggrieved party? I don't understand this. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Orange man bad. Right, exactly. And this is all about getting him uh, waylaid in court. And uh, so one of the reporters asked him, hey, are you are you planning on showing up to every trial uh, regardless of whether or not you need to be there? And here's what the Trumpster had to say. Yeah. When they begin, whenever they begin. Sure. The, the, the documents case I, I would do that. Well, the documents case, I just hear where they want to try and exonerate Biden. And he didn't have the Presidential Records Act. And I do. What I did, nothing wrong. What he did, a lot of people say substantially wrong. Uh, you can't have two tiers of justice in this country. But no, I want to go to all of my trials. These are all, again, these are all set up by Biden and the Democrats. This is, they are, this is their new form of cheating. This is, like last time, this is their new form of cheating. So far, I think it's gone very much against them. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, especially with what's going on in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. With, you can't say Fanny, it's Fonny. Fonny Willis. It is Fonny? Yeah, yeah, that's what she says. You can call her Fanny. But yeah, apparently the affair with this dude that really did not have the credentials to take on the case. Yeah. But there was something else going on between the two of them. Yes. Can't do that. That's against the law. So we're going to see how that plays out. Didn't they vacation together? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's something going on then. Well, yeah. Yeah, you don't vacation with people. <laughs> They're just talking on. about law and, you know, <laughs> right. just about your career yeah. and aspirations. You need, need to go on vacation and do that. Of course you do. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we'll see where it all goes. Nimrod's time. Let's roll it out. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dean. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news. We go to Massachusetts. 64-year-old grandma there, Roxanne Doucette, uh, tried to poison her husband. Why? Story goes she had a man waiting in the wings. That would be soap opera star Thorsten K. of The Bold and the Beautiful. Oh. I guess some scammer was texting Roxanne pretending to be Thorsten. She believed it was real. She's a diehard fan of that show. Um... One of the messages, Thorsten said, you got to get rid of your husband, honey. I need you so much. She said, I need to do some thinking. And then she told him, making an amazing soup, special potion. He'll be hungry when he gets back. Jeez. Oh, and then she said, he got back not feeling well. Maybe I can collect life insurance. Thorsten said, when will that be? Uh-oh. Uh, husband... Apparently is going to be okay. She is in a whole lot of trouble. What about yeah. Thorsten? Did he know about this? Thorsten <laughs> had no idea. No. That's Nimrod's in the news.